Welcome to Horror and More with Anya Gore. I am your horror mistress, Anya Gore. Today I have the amazing multifaceted, would I call you multifaceted? Sure. <laughs> Creative force that is Andrea. You are a model, photographer, you're a creator, you have various Instagram handles. I do, I do. And another part of you, and this is what we're going to talk about tonight, is you are a sex worker. I am. On top of a creator. <laughs> on top of, uh, the list goes on. You, yes. You've lived 30 different lives. Many hats. <laughs> but so tonight we're going to talk about sex workers and the experience that she's going to share um, is her experience and she is a Canadian woman, so we cannot speak to how it is, obviously, across the world or even in the U.S., but in Canada, um, sex work has become very, very prevalent, and it is just blowing up, I guess, sort of on Instagram, OnlyFans. Now that, they, now that we have this social world and this digital world, you know, sex work is so readily available. It's a lot more access, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So I'm going to give you the definition of sex worker as defined by Wikipedia. And I want afterwards you to tell me if you agree with it, if there were any nuances that you want to change, anything that you kind of your thoughts about this definition. Let's do it. Okay. So Wikipedia says that a sex worker is a person who is employed in the sex industry. The term is used in reference to all those in all areas of the sex industry, including those who provide direct sexual services. Some sex workers are paid to engage in sex acts or sexually explicit behavior, which involves varying degrees of physical contact with clients, prostitutes, and some but not all professional dominants. Pornographic models and actors engage in sexually explicit behavior, which is filmed or photographed. Phone sex operators have sexually oriented conversations with clients and may do verbal sexual role play. Okay. Yeah, see, that's, that's, it's, that's pretty good. Um, but for the most, it says all areas, but the only three areas that I see that they're actually talking about here is, um is what they're calling prostitutes, which we would call full-service sex workers now. Um, we just, just don't like that term. Um, and then um, it looks like just um, porn models and actors and then phone sex operators. But there are, of course, other levels of sex workers that aren't in that um, category that they're mentioning. Like, I personally um, believe and I fall under this category because I'm not a full service sex worker. I don't go meet people. Nobody touches me. I don't touch them. Um, I refer to myself as a digital whore because I do my sex work all online. Um, so unlike Wikipedia here, I consider um, anybody who, <laughs> who I crudely say peddles nudes mm -hmm. like I do. Um, we're, we're all sex workers as well, so we would fall under that umbrella. Um, and then as well, like, um, strippers and exotic dancers, they would be all be sex workers. They're all using their body in a sexually explicit manner to make money. Um, and then like, there's the little ones that are like sex worker adjacent. 
Like, Ooh, tell me more. Like, you know what I mean? Like Playboy models. Oh, like, yeah. technically, a lot of people think that they're just a model. But to me, they're a sex worker. You know what I mean? They're peddling images of their body for money in a sexually explicit way. Um, so mm -hmm. to me, they're sex workers. Um, others disagree and others think that, you know what I mean? Some people think that, um, you know what I mean? strippers aren't sex workers because they don't touch anybody but you know I mean to me they are um I guess it really depends on a person's personal definition of whether or not they consider themselves a sex worker I have no problem with the label so I'm all for it I'm I peddle my nudes and my porn online and I'm happy to be um labeled a sex worker so yeah that's interesting and we were chatting a little bit about this before but that some strippers don't consider themselves to be sex workers yeah some some don't and some well not even sex not even strippers some um what i call well what we all call civilians don't consider strippers sex workers and then some of them do and they're looked down upon because of it and not behind them it's just the term sex worker is such a weird thing to so many people it's such a broad spectrum right um and i always say that like that sex worker that sex work is a spectrum um I refer to myself as like a bit of a baby sex worker because I don't, I don't go out and, and do full service. I'm not a dom. I'm not a pro dom. I'm not, um, a person who engages in that more intense type of sex work. I basically film what I want and when I want and I sell it online. Um, and to me that's just, it's a little lower level, mm -hmm, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's not as big of a jump. Um, whether or not I would eventually do the full service jump, I just, I don't know, maybe. Well, so that, that makes me wonder, why did you get into sex work? See, this is the fun part, okay. So I've always been um, sexually adventurous, um, and I'm definitely an exhibitionist, and I'm very kink heavy. Um, everybody says that you can look at me and say, yep, yeah, she's kinky. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, I've always kind of wanted to do a little bit, um, something a little bit more explicit. And at a, at a young age, at like 19, I started doing nude modeling, um, just because to me, it's enjoyable for me, for me to show off my body right. in a nude way. Um, because that's the exhibitionist in me. Like I want to show off. Um, so sex work is um and the way i describe it to new people i meet or new people i date um sex work and especially online sex work allows me to be the little slutty girl that i want to be in a safe manner so i can be in this dirty and filthy um little slutty girl whatever online and i can feel comfortable in in my own skin about it because that's what i'm comfortable with and it allows me to be that exhibitionist, but it also allows me to get paid for it. Uh, absolutely. Um, Isn't that the dream to get paid so, to yeah. do what you like? It's perfect. So it allows me to be slutty without having to be explicit. And like I say slutty in a good, this is by no means any shade. Like this is me wanting to be slutty. So mm -hmm. it's by no means any shade for that term, but it allows me to be like so-called slutty without being physically slutty. Like right. this way I can be, I can be like a little bit naughty with, you know, I mean, five or six dudes in a day, and physically, I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Or I can't mm -hmm. do that emotionally. Or 
I don't want to do it for whatever reason. OnlyFans and online sex work allows me to fulfill my own fantasy that way. So it's, I enjoy being able to do, I enjoy being able to do that. In, in a day, me talking to five or six people and me making them come or whatever and getting paid for it is a bit of a kink of mine. So I get to not only fulfill my own kinks, but I also get to get paid for it. Right. And being paid for sex is one of my own kinks. So it's like it's an even better thing because every time somebody buys content, it like dings that little bit of kink in me. So it's like a, it's like the best job for me, which is good because it's fulfilling sexually. It's safe for me because I'm online. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, and I get paid. So are there any negatives to this work that you do? Oh my do? God, so many negatives. Um... <clears throat> the first thing that everybody is probably going to think about is the onslaught of unsolicited dick pics. Oh. Um, and I have to mention that just because it's the first thing I think of, too. Um, you have to come to terms with the fact that if you're an online sex worker, you are going to see 30 dicks a day. You, uh, get, you get up to 30 unsolicited No, but I probably I probably see... Anywhere from five to ten dicks, you know what I mean, consensually. You know what I mean? They buy a tip or they want a dick rating or or they um, want to show off for me, so they tip me. So it's consensual. I say, yes, oh, okay. send, me, send me your junk, as I say. Um, but the rest of them, they just send it thinking because you're a sex worker that you're going to get turned on by just looking at their penis. Wow. And women's brains don't work that way. <laughs> Um, we don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, a good looking dick is a good looking dick, but an ugly dick is a good looking dick if the dude is real nice and he's smart and he's sexy and he can talk to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like a good conversation can turn a, a, a six dick into a 10 dick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. So yeah, I'm like, okay, cool. You sent me your dick. Fun. I mean, <laughs> I would much more like it if you sent me something funny or a meme or a selfie. You send me a selfie with you smiling and I will literally get wet. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's so much more fulfilling that way. So that sucks. So come to terms with that. Um, the other terms. Sorry, that's me playing with my cup, everybody. She just took it from <laughs> me because I'm a child. <laughs> um, yeah, so the other the other terrible part of it is the um, is the judgments and how it affects your daily life. Mm. Um, so as a model, I want to work with certain photographers that I know won't touch me. Like that won't, and by touch me, I mean they just won't work with me. I don't mean physically touch me. Right. Um, they they just won't go near me because I'm a because I'm a sex worker. Um, hmm. and that's just I mean that's that's their brand. Like it's not. I mean wedding photographers who want to take photos of beautiful girls in big, beautiful gowns don't want to do that with people they consider, and I'm doing air quotes, whores. Um, but this digital whore wants to do a wedding shoot. I want to be put in a, in a beautiful gown with my bright orange hair, and I want photos just like every other model wants. Um, and you end up having to come to terms with letting a lot of that go. Right. Which blows, but it is a part of the job. There are things that you come to terms with, like that, like letting go of certain things. Um, and you want to fight against it. And there are things that you will fight against. Like, um, I will get my wedding gown shoot at some point in time. I will find a wedding photographer who wants to put me in a beautiful gown and turn me into a princess. And they won't care that I pedal news every day. Um, but then there's other ones that it's like, you know what? Fuck it. If you don't want me, you don't want me. 
and you let go of those like silly little things because you know that something better is going to come along um because the positives honestly i've had more positives from sex work than i've had negatives but of course if you're a person who's considering going into sex work there there is a lot of negatives you know what i mean you have to deal with the dick pics and the um you know i mean the judgment from other people but you also have to deal with like judgment from other creatives and mm. judgment from family and then and then there's the whole government issue um certain levels of sex work are still illegal in a lot of places um so as a sex worker you have to worry about whether or not you're going to be allowed to travel in certain countries um wow. or whether or not you're going to be stopped at the border like in the states sex work is still illegal so there's a lot of people who can't travel from here to there um, a lot of Canadian full-service sex workers can't go to the States because they're known as sex workers. So when they go across the border, they still get denied. So you can't See, go to the are, States. Those are things that someone who isn't a sex worker would not you have even known. No, you don't know about. And not even that, like our, your privacy. Like that's another thing that you think about. Like your privacy is broken. Um, I'm lucky that I'm, on, I'm online and I film a lot of my own content. So it's... And I'm only on OnlyFans, so it's, it's harder to steal mm. my content and have my privacy broken. Um, but on a regular basis, I hear stories about um, girls who have their content stolen um, and girls who have their full-service sessions recorded against their con against their consent. Oh, and then they're, you run the risk of being blackmailed and assaulted and all sorts of things. So there, there are a lot of downsides. Um, the key is to just try to be as safe as you can and right. work out what is, you know I mean? What is the most positive for you and what's not, I guess. Wow. Yeah. So it's a lot, you really, if you're going to go into. There's a lot. It's not, by no means is it a get quick, um, by no means is it a get, a get quick job. You don't just take a, a few photos of your ass and make 10 grand a month. Unless you're Bella Thorne. Unless you're oh, fucking Bella Thorne. Do we want to talk about Bella we Thorne? Can, we can talk about Bella Let's Thorne. Let's talk about Bella Thorne because if anybody is like me, I'm sure you've heard mm. that Bella Thorne was going to join or did join OnlyFans. And I did not know until today her the ramifications of what she has done mm -hmm. and the trickle effect that that had by joining OnlyFans. So please share what happened with Bella Thorne? Okay, so the, the short story um, is that even though Bella Thorne already makes tons of money, there's no reason that she needed to be um, to, to become a sex worker. She was doing quite well for herself anyway. Um, so she decided to join OnlyFans. Um, and, okay, uh, uh, whatever. But then she joined and she started sending out um, her photos and they were $200 a pop. So this photo... That was $200 a pop, started selling like hotcakes, and made a ton of money. <coughs> Excuse me? Millions. Millions. It was like three millions in the, in, in the span of a day or something like that. Um, something ridiculous. And it turned out that the photo wasn't, um, it wasn't what she offered. She offered a nude photo and pumped it out as if they were going to get a nude photo of her naked. Um, and it ended up a photo of her naked... But posed in such a way that there's it 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 was you'd barely consider it a lewd, let alone a nude. Um, she was. Her, I would. Everything was covered. Everything was covered. You couldn't even see a nipple. You could barely see a boob. Um, 
I would have printed... It's the type of thing that you'd print and hang in your home. Yeah. It's not something you pay $200 for on a porn site, right? Um, so, obviously, a ton of patrons got upset and responded by asking for a refund because they got bait and switched. They got duped. Um, and in doing that, it caused OnlyFans to lose a ton of money because every time OnlyFans gets a... a I mean, a reversal, they obviously have to lose money and they have to pay fees and everybody gets screwed over. So she did that on millions of dollars. Um, so every one of those people who, who reversed their charges were obviously got their money back and that loss of income caused OnlyFans to change their policies. So prior to this, we could charge up to... I, it was either up to five hundred dollars or up to two hundred dollars. I know myself. The the most I had charged for one video was for two hundred dollars, and it was a very special custom come video. It was made specifically for this one person, and it was a two hundred dollar video. Um, from the point on with Bella Thorne, we can't charge anything over a hundred dollars now. Um, we can't be tipped anything over a hundred dollars. So there are people who were getting like myself. Um, there were who were providing services for two, three hundred and four hundred dollars for the fee, and now all of a sudden they can only tip us a hundred dollars a pop. Jeez. And that turns a lot of people off because they don't want the extra charges. Sometimes if you charge the same amount a couple of times, you'll get flagged and your your bank will yeah. flag your card. So there's just Yeah, so there's just like a ton of different things that try and changed because of that. <clears throat> and it really screwed us. Like I know myself I'm out fans because of it. Because I used to do things like girlfriend experience where I would spend the day with them and it would it would cost a few hundred dollars because they're getting all of my attention. And now I can't do that because I can't break up the tips or because they don't want to or just policy changes in general. And not only that, she took hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars that would have went to... Um, sex workers like myself who use it to pay their bills. Yeah. Like, I, I, it broke my heart how many people couldn't, couldn't buy groceries that week because fucking Bella Thorne wanted to make an easy four mil. Like, it was just like, that's four million dollars out of the hands of actual sex workers. And like, her alone, I lost hundreds of, like, me alone, I lost hundreds of dollars because of it. Because of and that. And I'm a baby sex worker on OnlyFans with... You know what I mean? A few thousand fans, and that's, and that's, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, yeah. I'm a trickle. I'm a raindrop in a storm, and it, she fucking rained on me just like everybody else. Yeah, so that really sucked. I always say that I'm going to kick her in the box one of these days. <laughs> I mean, I won't, obviously. Um, but man, do I want to. Well, yeah, it makes, makes you really curious how, it, and, and for those who don't know, I asked Andrea this earlier, if, OnlyFans removed her from the site, and they didn't. No. Um, and they wouldn't, because, you know I mean, they make 20% of everything that we make to cover their fees and all of that. So they made 20% of her three or four mil. Yeah. Um, and as long as she stays there peddling nudes for an exorbitant price, they'll keep her there. Because, you know, they're a corporation, and corporations' bottom dollar is the only thing that matters. Of course, of course. Yeah. I'm curious what her... Camp would have to say about all of this and what her perspective of all of this would be. She she made a bunch of um, a bunch of responses, but it was very um, 
brushing off responsibility. Mm. It was very, um, I promise to learn better from my actions, blah, 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 I'll do better. But then a few weeks later, she was, like, trying to take clout for, like, starting a trend and bullshit. It's like, <laughs> bitch, you can't apologize and then take clout for it, too. Like, no. Well, did she remove that picture? Or is it still on there? Oh, I have no idea. Fuck her. I'm not looking at her shit. She's, <laughs> she's not getting my money. Fuck that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, she's just a bit of a cunt for it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So any celeb- the way I see it, any celebrity who joins OnlyFans, when they already have boatloads of money, in the middle of a fucking pandemic, you're a cunt. Like, yeah. there's no reason. You don't need the money. Yeah. Right? There's like 600,000 models on OnlyFans. Why do you need to be one? Yeah. But, whatever. I guess the idea of needing to be relevant is very, very, very important to... Well, it is. Yeah. Look at the rise of... You know, TikTok, we're all making stupid videos because TikTok is the new is the new <laughs> app, so now everybody's on TikTok, and if you're not on TikTok, you're not popular, right? I'm, I'm not popular. I yeah, guess I'm not popular. I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> but, yeah, so yeah, I don't know. Everybody wants to join the new thing, even if it fucks over other people. It just happens to be that joining OnlyFans fucked over people's livelihoods, as opposed to joining TikTok, which doesn't There's affect no, anybody. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's funny because... OnlyFans, how long, do you know how long it's been around? I think it's only been like five or six years. But it's really blown but up over really the past, what, two years? Over the past like two years, yeah, two, maybe three years. Um, how long have you been on OnlyFans? I'll be going on two years this coming October. Right, okay. Um, but I've noticed an, a huge uptick just in the last year, and that's, that had has to be pandemic. Yeah. But also, there are quite a few um, sex workers who came to OnlyFans and brought us all with them. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the pioneer OnlyFans models who built OnlyFans for what it is. Because OnlyFans isn't a porn site. It's, it's no. a site for creators. Yeah. I saw an ad the other day for a woman who plays chess on OnlyFans. Oh. And you can sign up and play chess and learn techniques and all sorts of things. Um but sex work is what made it possible for her. Like, she has fans because sex workers made OnlyFans a name. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what OnlyFans was, and OnlyFans has been around for six years or whatever it is, but I only know it for sex work, and OnlyFans is synonymous for synonymous for, for sex work now. Like, when people don't think of the other things when you say OF. Yeah, of you course. You think porn. Yeah. 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 So how long have you been doing sex work? I'm basically on and off... On and off secretly for like since I was young, either peddling nudes or nude modeling or. So what did you do for peddling nudes before Instagram or before OnlyFans was around? How did you? So you, you email them. Oh okay. So yeah. People, how did they know about you? Well, they just find you in like group chats and oh, okay. or you'd peddle them to friends. And sure, Snapchat has been around forever. There's been Snapchat hoes for fucking ever. Oh. Girls be peddling nudes on Snapchat all the time. When when I get fans on OnlyFans um, come to me asking me for free content, I jokingly tell them that this isn't Snapchat and if they if they want free news, they should go to Snapchat because girls will give them away over there. Um, but yeah, people have been peddling people have been peddling nudes for as long as there's been nudes. Black market nudes. Black market nudes. That's right. Yeah. OnlyFans <laughs> just makes it very easily accessible. Well, and what's interesting to me, too, and so 
this leads into another topic I want to talk about, Instagram mm -hmm. and OnlyFans. So one of the rules of Instagram is that you're not supposed to be promoting other websites. Well, I think OnlyFans just, I think OnlyFans is a, I mean, I think uh, Instagram is a total fucking prude. Um, yes. And I think they just, I think they just don't want you promoting a website that could be making money. Ah. Because they have no problem with me sharing Twitter. Oh, but it's when you post OnlyFans. But OnlyFans is a website where you make money. And now Instagram is a website where you make money. Because right. you can buy shit on Instagram. You can promote your brand on Instagram. So I think Instagram... I think Instagram just doesn't want anybody else fucking with their bag. That's all. Ah, that um, because sense. I've never had any problem sharing my Twitter link. I can have my Twitter link in my bio. I have no problem. But for me to put my OnlyFans link, my, my page will go down. Wow. I can, I can put my Twitter... Um, all over my fucking Instagram stories and not one of those posts will come down. The second I put OnlyFans, it comes down for solicitation. Really? Yeah. And like I can copy into, uh, the other day I made a tweet, something about fucking myself with something. And I just, and now instead of doing anything, I just screenshot my tweets and share them on my Instagram, right? Like a snaps. Um, and they never come down, even though they're, extremely explicit tweets like there's no photo or anything it's just a word mm -hmm. but if i had written those words in a story on instagram those would come down like it's so it's oh so, but because it's, it's a screenshot well, not even that it's just like they can read that it's twitter they don't give a shit they don't give a shit if it's twitter because they're not making fucking i'm not twitter's not making money off of me right only fans is making bank off me yeah and i you know, i mean instagram just fucking prudes they just fucking hate women anyway I get, I get, oh, it does yeah. feel like that. And and speaking to that, you should go and check out Andrea's last set that she just did with John Christian Ashby. Yeah, that was a great one. Beautiful, stunning photos. She is genderless, hairless, tattooless. Blank slate. Blank slate. No yeah. piercings. No piercings. No, no hair. hair. Just incredibly stunning pictures. And yeah, go check them out. Highly, highly recommend it. But, so in terms of um, websites making money, I didn't know this until I had met you, mm -hmm. but PayPal is very anti-sex worker. Yeah, right? PayPal, will, PayPal will not only kick you off of PayPal, but they will reverse every charge you've ever made. Wow. If they find out that you used PayPal through sex, for sex work. And that's, I understand that they don't want to be linked to sex work, um, if it was for the fact that they wanted to do it for, like, protecting children or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't understand what, I don't understand what their dick is on it. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm uneducated on why. Um, it's totally possible I'm uneducated about a lot of things. Um, but, yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's, maybe that's why. But I don't understand why if I'm going through a website that's made for porn, why I can't pay, pay, pay for it with PayPal. Or why someone can't pay me for a legitimate service that's that's legal mm -hmm. through PayPal. Mm -hmm. um, Especially when it's consenting and it's of it's age. It's consenting and it's of age. Um, so I have no problem. I don't understand it. I have no problem with it. I don't understand why they would. Um, so that's another thing. With us being Canadian, we don't have cash apps. We don't have right. any of those things. So a lot of sex workers have to use, have to use PayPal. And um, PayPal finds out you're a sex worker. They will literally steal all your money. And reverse all your charges. So then all of a sudden you're like 10 grand in the hole. On, Jeez. Yeah. On what does OnlyFan use as their pay they, platform? They use Visa and MasterCard um, and mm. they just pay directly. 
they, they oh direct deposit yeah they do direct deposit so they don't, they don't pay with anyone else um, and that's just because that's that's what they do if you can you can do it do it right yeah good for them it's so much better I'm not giving giving percentages to other people anyway no I pre- I prefer that but yeah PayPal sucks so if you're if you're planning on ever hiring a sex worker um, and you have to use PayPal just don't ever put anything in the message. Like, like, this was for lunch yesterday. Exactly. This was for lunch. Or this was for mowing my lawn. Or this was for whatever. <laughs> my lawn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or better yet, say you love sandwiches. I don't care. Say anything. But don't put a dick emoji. Don't put a fucking eggplant. Don't <clears throat> do any of that. You're going to get your favorite sex workers ruined. Um, just, yeah. Just say thank you. Tips from Andrea. Yeah. Just say thank you and <laughs> go about your day. So... Let's next discuss how many hours does it take you? Oh my god. To make a sustainable so wage. Let's talk about the the labor that you need to put into this to make a, an actual wage. And how everyone thinks sex work is an easy job. Oh. Um We're putting that in air quotes because yeah. Um If you think sex work is an easy job, you need to check yourself first of all. Second yeah. of all, shake your head. Shake your head. Get educated. Um, no. Okay. So here's the thing. Um, an average day for an online sex worker like myself, and these, all of these things are just my experience, obviously. Um, so I will wake up in the morning and I'll send a message as soon as I get up. And then if that's a content making day, I'll spend the first couple of hours of my day responding to messages, sending out that day's pay-per-view video, um, or uploading that day's content. To, to a post and then I will take an hour or an hour and a half to get ready. So I'm already five hours into my day. I wake up, do my thing, respond to my emails, start getting ready. And that's before I even shoot anything. So a photo set might take an hour and a half set up to do makeup, pick out the wardrobe, shave my legs, shave my pussy, shave whatever. Um, and then it takes a half an hour or so to take the photos, um, or maybe it's an hour-long video, or there's times where you're doing something really kinky and you got to do some prep work. I mean, I've done really dirty custom videos for dudes where there's parts of my body that need a little bit of stretching, mm-hmm. need a little bit of time to work up to it. Um, so that takes even more time. And then you clean up your mess all day, and then you start your editing. And then that editing might take another couple of hours. And then you're getting ready to send that out. And then you're responding to the day's emails that you missed. And then you're uploading that preview to Instagram. And then you're uploading it to Twitter. And then you're uploading it to your website on your free account or your paid account. And then all of a sudden it's 10 p.m. and then you start sexting because that's when your fans are up. That's when their dicks are hard. And then all of a sudden it's three in the morning and I've been working since 10 a.m. Wow. Yeah. So it's a, it's a good, it's, if it's a steady, it's a steady 18 hour a day, really. And this is just for a sustainable wage. This isn't for making a lot of money or surplus. I'm, I don't make a ton of money. I mean, I'm not making 10 grand a month. Yeah. I'm not making five grand a month. I mean, I do well enough that it covers my bills and there are days where I have made more than, you know, I mean so much or whatever. Um, but I'm not making a ton of money. Yeah. For 18-hour days no. of basically non-stop. 
it's it's constant. You know what I mean? I'm I'm doing other things. Like I'm I'm working from home, so obviously I'm eating lunch and I'm I'm dealing with things. Um, but yeah, it's it's a constant day. Like wow. anything, like any other job. Like you go to work for your eight hours, and then you come home and you do your. Maybe you have to do your um, your research for your class the next day. And then, you know what I mean, maybe you're doing prep work. It's like people think that if you're not like a teacher or an engineer or whatever, that you're not working your 10, 12, 14 hours a day. Mm -hmm. But you are. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a lot. Basically, sex workers, and especially if you do things moderately alone and you don't have a team or a bunch of assistants... Um, not only do I, am I the model, I'm the producer of all my content, I'm the right. editor of all my content, I'm my PR team, I'm the one who sex with everyone, I'm the one who does everything. Um, so uh, being a sex worker is like having like 12 different jobs. Wow. It's a lot. And so how do you manage all of that on your own? Who manages? I didn't <laughs> say I managed. <laughs> um, you, you prioritize... Um, you prioritize the things that you have to, and you let go of other things. There are no way in hell that I can do everything that I want to do in a day. Right. Um, essentially, I want to... Um, she's yelling at me for picking at things again. Um, she, essentially, <laughs> I want to be able to talk to people all day long. I want to be able to send out my three pay-per-views and my three follow-up messages, and I want to be able to respond to every message. I want to be there all day long. Right. I want them to sign on and be able to talk to their digital girlfriend. Like, I want them to be able to do that. Um, but there's days where I can't. I just... You just can't. I'm only one person. I, I can't be all of my team members all at the same time. I can't be an eight-hour PR person who's pumping my content and advertising for me eight hours a day if I'm also a model. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like you have to let go of things. So there's days where in those 12, 16, 18-hour days, I might not do any PR. I might not do a Twitter post. I might not have the chance to do an Instagram post um, because I'm busy talking to fans. There are other days where I'm making content all day, editing, and I don't get to any messages. Yeah. So it's like you have to come to terms with letting certain things go because you are only one person and you will burn the fuck out. Um, I'm lucky enough that at some points I can hire somebody to do some advertising for me. And then I don't have to do that. I don't have to be my PR person for that week or for that day. Um, and... I mean, bless her. Her name is Hannah. Hannah's wonderful. Um, bless Hannah. Um, so yeah, every once in a while I, I can do that. And that takes that pressure off. And then I can focus more on customer service. I can focus more on making extra content that day. Or maybe that day if, if I don't have to do the PR, um, I can do custom videos all day. And then, you know I mean, I can do a sale and eventually I, I make more money. Or it's all about balance. Right. And basically just trying to find what works for you. And when so, I find what works for me, I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, so that also got me thinking. So, aside from your sex work, you're also a creator. Mm -hmm. And in the days, like today, for example, mm -hmm. almost I've been here for five and a half hours now. Yeah. You haven't been creating I haven't at been all. Creating not, not for the sex work and in terms of yeah. what we've been doing. I mean, maybe you have been messaging. I don't know. No. But, um... 
so does that mean in in these kind of times where you're working um with models and you're doing things like this podcast when i'm not doing the sex work i'm literally not working yes you're out yeah. money for I'm all out money. of that time yeah. so do you find that you have to overcompensate later in the day oh, or I the will. next day yeah the second the second you leave so you'll leave here in like an hour hour and a half or so um 10 minutes after you leave if that i'll send out a message Right, and so you get the ball rolling. To get the ball rolling. Because get... I have, and, and most of us do now, most of us have, like, a daily goal or whatever. So when you work for yourself, um, you know what I mean, the way you get through it is you make goals for yourself. You know what I mean? Like, this year, like, say you were a restaurant owner, like, you wanted to franchise three restaurants in 2021. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, say as a sex worker, you want to um, make $40,000 that year. Blah, blah, you know what I mean? You set yourself a goal or whatever. So a lot of us have daily, like, money goals or daily, like, how many new fan goals or whatever. And that just requires, like, more of a hustle that day. Right. Um, so, like, say my goal was 10 new fans and I might pump my links everywhere all day that day until I get my 10 fans. Um, I have a, I have a, a money goal. And that's just because I just break down what I want to make in a month, and I divide it by 30, and that's what I need to make to stay on track, right? Oh, that right? makes sense, yeah. Um, so if I don't make that goal um, while, I mean, while you're here or while I'm working, then obviously I hustle that much harder that evening to make sure I hit that goal. And um, then if I don't, like, say it's something arbitrary, like, say it's 100 bucks. If I only make 75 today, then tomorrow I want to make 125 because I want it to average out. Right. So, like, then tomorrow, I just know that I have to hustle just a little bit harder just to try to get... <laughs> within your 18-hour day, she within, has to hustle within my hour harder. Day, within my 18-hour <laughs> days, doing God knows what, um, that I just needed to just hustle a little bit harder. Wow. Yeah. So, it, I would imagine, then, you're... Well, that's daily. why when you see me on Instagram, when I say, please, do not fucking waste my time. Yes. It's because it's like, yeah, I'm a model and I'm a creator, but I'm also... Like, I'm also doing the sex work to try to, like, make ends meet, and I'm, you know, being a photographer trying to grow that aspect, and it's, like, when people waste my time, when people waste my time, I get a little, I get a little bitchy, because it's, yeah, like, you're out money. You, don't, you don't understand, I'm out money, I could be working, I, yeah. could, I could be making grocery money, I yeah. could be buying props with the money that I could be making right now. Well, and this so is, like, this is one of the reasons why we need to get that whole idea of just sex work, or sex work not being difficult in air quotes out of people's minds i can't even imagine hustling as much as you do i know people always say that i that i have an insane hustle and it's it's true but i, I mean there's there's girls who hustle even harder than me and i'm just like yeah it's 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 rough yeah and okay. especially because we're up against opposition at all cost oh that's that's got to be the most competitive industry well not even that it's just we're in an industry where everyone is saying you don't exist and you're not allowed to exist. So it's like, I I might have 400,000 other OnlyFans competitors, but I also have to compete against the entire world's judgment. Right. So it's like, ugh, it's exhausting sometimes, but... I'm glad that you enjoy what you do, though. I do. Because that, that is probably what gets you through those it's hard the, days. It's literally the only thing that gets me through it. It's like the next day I wake up and I'm like, oh, I can, I'm feeling a little dirty. I can make some porn today. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, you know what, bitch, you're going to film it anyway because you are that bitch. You may as well be putting it on websites. Um, and then I just like the hustle, I think. I, I thrive on chaos. I'm, I'm that type. Right. So the hustle is, I really enjoy that, the hustle. But I burn out so fast. Yes, so. yeah. 
my cross to bear. Makes my art better though. It does make your art better. I know. I'm always like I always say that I that I'm always so sad because it makes my art better. I'm like I'm just leaning into the sad for the sake of the art. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> right, one of these days it'll secretly come out that I'm like bubblegum happy at all times and this is all an act. <laughs> my sadness is all an act. It's all an act, right? Um so I next question. Mm -hmm. What is there a distinction between sex work and sexual exploitation? Of course. Okay, so let's talk about that. Um well, obviously, sexual exploitation would be if I'm being taken advantage of because I'm being exploited, right? Um, so in an instant like that, um, an example would be like, okay, so maybe I make, maybe I make content with a person um, under the guise of us being creative partners and then they use it in some sort of way. Okay, so take my size, okay? So say I make content with a person, um, and we're gonna, we have a great time, we're gonna make content, and then later on that person pushes it in a negative way against my size. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, say they make it, maybe they fetishize it in a weird way. Mm -hmm. I would feel, I think I would feel exploited in that way. To me, that would be sexual exploitation of myself. Um, and of course there's, you know I mean, the sex trade and all that type of sexual exploitation, but... I'm not anywhere near that, luckily. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a difference between those types of things. So you, do you think then you having control over your own content removes any... It removes a lot of the a lot of that. Right. Because I don't feel... When, when men buy my content, I don't feel exploited at all. That's good. I, by, by any means, I feel way more empowered. Um, now, by no means should... Do we all feel empowered by sex work? No. Some some of us feel exploited, I'm sure. I am luck lucky that I'm not one of those people who does feel that way. Mm -hmm. um, but of course there are. But yeah, no, for me, it's it's a much more powerful thing. I, um, and especially being a submissive person, um, sexually, me, me selling my content and having the control over it is a different type of power. For right. me, okay. and it's one that I don't get to, um, I don't get to exploit very often, because I'm not a dom. I'm a submissive person. So for the most part, everything I do sexually is, is, um, is submissive. So I really enjoy the power of being able to make a person come without ever fucking touching them. Interesting. Like there's a real, there's a real power in that. I bet. Yeah. And like there are every once in a while, I'll come across a fan, who. Um, who literally goes weak at the knees at my junk, which I find hilarious. Um, like I, like, like literally like three days ago, I had a dude message me and said, if you lived here, I would do whatever you wanted just so I could look at your pussy. Wow. And I'm like, cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's kind of fun. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm by no means, do I feel sexually exploited? Um, but I know for sure I would if somebody stole my content and made a ton of money off of it. You know what I mean? Like, that's, mm -hmm. that type of exploitation just fucking, it's gotta be fucking heartbreaking. Um, and such a violation, but. Yeah, that would feel But violating. as a sex worker, generally, I don't feel exploited. And that's because I have so much, I've worked very hard to have so much control over my content. And that's why I don't do mainstream porn. And I don't, I don't really want to do mainstream porn. Yeah. Because then the production company has control over your content, right? Right, right. Um, 
And right now, if I wanted to delete all my content and delete my OnlyFans, the only content that's out there would be my Twitter and anything that's stolen. And I'm, right. you know what I mean? Like, I could, I could delete 98% of all of my porn in, in, in the span of a 10-second click. Um, and I like that. I like that control. Yeah. So I feel very powerful in my sex work. Um, and that's even as a submissive, I feel very powerful in my sex work, which is, which is nice. Yeah, you know, I don't know that many people in their day-to-day 9-to-5 jobs, 9-to-5, yeah, day-to-day 9-to-5 jobs, <laughs> I just repeated myself there. Feel that power. That... They don't feel that power. No, because you, like, and I've, I've worked for, for companies, um, and you feel like a cog in a wheel, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you yeah. just, you just feel like a number. Um, I, I, I use, I use the, uh, the analogy that my OnlyFans is my house, and if you don't like my rules, you can get the fuck out. <laughs> and it's true. If you don't like my rules, I will block you. I don't give a shit if you've given me thousands of dollars. I do not care. Yeah. You abide by my rules or you fuck off. And I'm submissive. It's like, you can abide by my rules while you're beating the hell out of me. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still my fucking house. Yes. I am the bouncer. I will kick you out. Um, yeah, so luckily I'm, I'm very empowered by, by my sex work, which is another one of the reasons why I do it. Because as a person who has very low self-esteem, um, it's that bump. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially, like, I've, one of the, the the biggest pluses that I've done since starting sex work is um, how it's made me like my body. I hated my vagina. Hated my vagina. I have, like, the longest labia of every person I've ever seen. Um, I have what people call, like, a bat vagina. It's when your labia lay out kind of like a heart. They oh, okay. Look, they look like little wings. Yeah. And apparently it's really rare. I don't know. Fucking, I don't know. This is what people tell me. Um, <laughs> so I always hated it. I always wanted one of those, like, cute little tucked in adorable little little taco pussies. Mm, mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that are barely there. Um, and then I joined Suicide Girls as Hopeful and started doing, like, that, like, started doing a little more sex work that way publicly. Mm-hmm. Um, and realized that my giant long labia was, like, a huge fetish. And now I'm like, now she, like, pays for things. <laughs> and I'm like, well, bless her, because I used to hate her. And now, like, my pussy is a fetish on FetLife. Like, you, you can sign up. What, what is FetLife? FetLife is a website. Um, it's actually the, the creators of FetLife are local. They're, it's based in Vancouver. Great. Um, it's a um, international kink website, so you can oh. join um, and you can put up your profile and your your content all for free. Um, and you can meet other people for you know, I mean consensual play and not in a pandemic. Be safe. Wear a mask. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, lots of people join just to find other kink um, kinksters around your area, and you know, I mean, you can use it to find partners or um, other play partners, or mm. um, some couples join it just so they can like put out their content and be a little bit of an exhibitionist, which I find really cute because they just want to like have other people watch them fuck, and it's just it's it can be a little bit of a shitty community, um, but every online website can be a little bit of a shitty community when they want. They always have their trolls. Take what you like and leave what you don't, as they say. Right. Sorry, moving around here. I'm getting old. Hey. Um, couple questions from mm-hmm. social media. Yay. What are social and personal effects from this job? Well, definitely, like I was mentioning earlier, the judgment. Those are um, not only business effects, but like public effects. Mm-hmm. Um, just because. Um, there are a lot of people who won't associate with you because they think you're a whore. Um, 
like um and I know that there are people here I can't work with because of whatever mm -hmm. um personal um there are days there are days where I hate it and there are days where I hate myself for doing it well actually that that reminds me I meant to ask you this as well to tie in with this Having a partner when you are a sex worker doing mm -hmm. online content like what you're doing, mm -hmm. have you struggled with that in the past? Well, you know that I you know that I have. Um, so um, little baiting question. Little there. baiting question. <laughs> she done her research. Um, so yeah, so my um, I recently split with. I mean, last year I recently split with a partner for that I was with for 15 years, um, and it was a bit of a a bit of an issue mainly because I have such a disconnect between what I do and my fans. You mean because I'm online, there's nothing in person. So in my brain, there's a, there's a big disconnect there. Mm -hmm. Um, and I believe to him there wasn't. So, um, he didn't realize that it was less intimate than it actually was. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So he, he thought that I was just like, fucking myself to, to dudes all day long. Um, and for the most part, it's chit-chat and exchange of money and, and video. Like, hey, do you have a blue dildo video? I'm like, yeah, I got a blue dildo, babe. Here you go. It's twelve ninety nine. And then they go and they jerk off and we go about our day. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of partners think that it's constant intimacy. Um, and for some of them, it is. Like, I have some quite intimate conversations with fans who come to me for things that they want to, they want to like deal with that they can't with their partner or, I mean, this, those are the best parts of sex work. Um, but yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people have a hard time with that because they think you're spending your emotional intimacy with, with other people right. or you're giving it away for money and they have a hard time, but there's, there's a disconnect there that, or at least there is for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and it ended up being and being a bit of an issue. So yeah, it can be really it can be really hard to find a partner who um, is secure enough to know that even though you're talking to people all day long, or in even full service sex workers, even though you might be having sex with people, that there is a difference. There's a difference between having physical sex with a person or having an exchange with a person, and then having an intimate exchange with that right. person. Um, it's like one night stands. Full service sex workers are like a string of one night stands. You know, there's no intimacy there. There's yeah. no, there's no, you know what I mean? Um, and then, you know, when you go home and you have sex with your partner and there's love there, mm -hmm. you can feel it. And you know, I mean, the sex is different. Um, so, you know what I mean? Like it's, that's just an analogy, but you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's, it's different. Um, so it can be really hard, but I mean, I've dated partners who were, um, who are 100% on board and they get turned on by the fact that, you know what I mean? That dudes are buying my content and dudes are jacking off to me all day. I find that hot. I like it when they find that hot. Well, what's, it funny, works better. About, what's funny about that is in terms of the, di the different platforms out there, you know, when you're on Instagram, say mm -hmm. you still get, these messages you you interact with your fans i interact with my yeah. fans and you know what you can get a dick pic whether it's on only fans or whether or not it's on instagram i've gotten dick pics on instagrams mm -hmm. i have i've had fans that have told me they you know jerk off to your shit yeah absolutely and so from an outsider's perspective the difference there is that you're getting paid 
mm-hmm. and I'm not. Yeah, and they—that's the problem. They—they just—they just don't know, and it's probably from from um, from just being just ignorant. Um, it's just they just don't realize that they have a problem with sex work because they're just not around it. Uh, you know what I mean? Yep. So they don't realize that they're having a problem with your with your sex work. Um, yeah, because for some reason they just it's like. It's like they think that because you're a sex worker that you want it constantly. Mm. Like I don't want the dick of every fan I talk to. <laughs> I oh. want I want the twelve ninety nine in their wallet, so that way me yeah. and my partner can go to dinner later that day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I and I think that's so hot. Like to me, so like I would love to date someone who finds it hot that I'm that I'm selling content so I can buy him dinner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm submissive, but I want those blue moon sugar mama moments where I can take my man out for dinner with all the money I made from being a hoe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want those moments because it's so hot. And that's, I, I blame pretty woman. But anyway, <laughs> um, I want those moments. Um, and I want those moments where I'm walking down the street. And, you know what I mean? they I'm dressed like I would normally dress because I own 8 million pieces of lingerie. And they're not... Worried about walking down the street. I just want to be happy and proud of being who I am and sexually adventurous and, you know, a woman. And not have to fucking worry about it. Mm-hmm. And not, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah, eventually I'll find a partner who's just ridiculously supportive. I mean, And they'll have a great dick. And they won't mind if I have a girlfriend. Because I want that too. <laughs> she's, I, she's open, folks. I want it all. <laughs> Last... I'm also dating, so ask Anya for my number. <laughs> <laughs> I will, uh, there will be a series of questions. Ooh. Right. That's your new calling. You're a madam. I'm a madam. Mm-hmm. I'm a madam of the ladies. Right? Uh, last question of the evening. <gasps> oh, is this a disgusting one? Yes. yes. Yeah, this we've been, gonna... this is a really, really good question. Such a good question. And I think it's something that, I think a lot of fans are going to want to know the answer. Totally want to know this. Absolutely. Do you think your clients, do you think of your clients as disgusting or are they just regular humans who need to get off? They're just regular humans. They're just regular humans. Um, Okay. So not only do I make porn, but I also buy porn. Like I subscribe to a couple of hotties on my own OnlyFans Mm -hmm. and I buy their content. Um, Margot Robbie is one of them. I, I mean... I love Margot Throbby. She's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, I I, I mean, I, I love that. But, yeah, they're, they're just regular people just like I am. When I'm buying content, I'm not disgusting, am I? So, <laughs> just like when they're buying my content, they're not disgusting. And for a lot of them, um, a lot of times I get really hot fans. I mean, I've messaged fans who have joined me and never messaged me. And I've messaged them and been like, is that you in your profile, Homer? Because you are <laughs> fine as fuck. Like, yeah, so no, they're they're just regular people who want to get off. And for the most part, unless they're misogynistic assholes who message me and they want to see me, like, beaten to hell. Like, I had a guy ask me if I would destroy my clit the other day. And I was like, oh, homie, you need to go to jail because there's something wrong with you. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was disgusting. But for the most part, they're just people who want, who just want to get off, right? Mm-hmm. And they just want that um, personal experience. And... I love that. I, I, that's why I go elsewhere for my porn. You know what I mean? It's why I message people and it's why I buy my, my content. And I would like to think that they don't think I'm gross just for buying it. That's fair. And I mean, my favorite clients are the ones that come to me and want to 
want to explore things that they can't explore. Like one of my favorite clients is a man, um, a lovely, lovely man, um, who just hasn't dated a whole lot in his life um, because of some issues. And I managed to take him from this like shy, um, can barely talk to a, a woman man and now he'll he'll flirt with me he'll send me dick pics when i ask and wow. like prior to me he had never he had never explored his sexuality basically at all um and now he has a few kinks that he didn't know Ooh. um you know what i mean like he's into water sports a little and like that's when you pee on people um uh he's into like you know what i mean like a few other things and like i just think that's like the loveliest thing and he's by no means disgusting he's like one of my favorite people you know I mean, we talk almost every day so, no, they are not disgusting. They're just lovely, horny people who want to get off, just like the rest of us. It's true. Right? It's true. And I get off almost daily, so if we're disgusting for that, I'm filthy. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining Yay. tonight. And opening, hopefully, the world up to people about sex work. And Little, regular baby sex workers like myself. I'm just a regular bitch who peddles her... Pedals of sex life, basically. That's it. That's right. And sex is so important. It is so important. Everybody, everybody in one capacity of their life wants to do it, is doing it, hasn't done it in a while. Well, uh, we all haven't done it in a while. I, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> pandemic be, 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 That's be true. screwing up everybody's game. That's true. <laughs> oh, Corona's like such a cock blocker. Such a cop.